0: Beyond the Wrench with Jay Gananen from Find the Wrench.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Wrench. My name is Kayla Maxson and I am a marketing specialist here at Wrench Bay. Jay is out on vacation, so I will just be filling in on the intro today. I'd just like to start it off with our winner of our higher or lower game last week. Josh Tabin, with a score of 32, was our winner. As our winner, Josh will win a $100 gift card from our sponsor this week, Diesel Laptops. Diesel Laptops is your shop's efficiency solution company. They provide diagnostic tools, diesel technician training, repair information, and a call center staff with diesel technicians. Diesel Laptops, is such a great company. I highly suggest you all go check them out, and they have been such a great supporter of us. Unfortunately, Josh did not flip over the Queen of Hearts, so our pot rises to $2,500. Have you heard of Rentway School Connect? Rentway School Connect is a free tool that makes it easier for schools to connect with local shops and dealerships and get the resources they need to attract students to technician programs and educate them about the industry. Schools can post requests for donations and resources from shops, and shops can post resources they have available to schools in their area. Shops and schools can sign up at rentway.com slash school dash connect. Link will also be in the show notes below. As for this week's episode, Jay was joined by Lindsay Trent, business and customer development manager for Rider Systems. Lindsay and Jay sit down to talk about how shop owners can support their local schools, how schools could start their own automotive program, and the importance of having a career pathway for these students. This is a really great episode. Lindsay is so knowledgeable of this topic and she's just such a great person for our industry. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it and I look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great day.
0: All right on this week's episode I get to welcome Lindsay Trent and we're going to talk about a lot of really cool stuff today and primarily focused around schools and not only how we build better programs uh, for the ones that are currently out there, but how we get some more programs out there as well. So really excited to have her on and, and talk about this really vitally important topic. Lindsay deals with both the trucking side and the technician side, so some good insight from both. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. How are you?
2: Hey, thanks. I'm really happy to be here on this cold day.
0: Cold day. So how cold is it down by you?
2: I think it's about 10 degrees. But I have to say I met with a school from Alaska earlier this week and they were negative 14 degrees there. So
0: I think we're negative 9 in Wisconsin right now.
2: Oh, ouch.
0: Woo. Not 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 great. And you so, so for those listening, you are in Kentucky, correct?
2: I'm in Kentucky. We got about 2 to 3 inches of snow, so our kids are out of school for 2 days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, I always ask this, but you're, you're you're from the Louisville area, right?
2: Yes, that's where I live currently. Mm-hmm.
0: Can we get a quick lesson on how to say Louisville?
2: Louisville. 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 Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Louisville. I, I've I've battled this for 20 years trying to say it the the correct way, and I'm still terrible at it.
2: Yeah, it takes it's an <laughs> art form for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us a little bit
0: about you, Lindsay. Uh what do you do? And we'll start there. Let's start with yeah. what you do and then we'll talk about how you got to that point.
2: Sure. So I am working for Ryder currently, and I am in full service maintenance lease sales. So we basically can handle trucks from procurement to maintenance and the life cycle of the truck. And I sell that to fleets here in the state of Kentucky. But I also have co-founded the Next Generation in Trucking Association, which is an association that is newly formed. We just launched this year in 2021. And we are focusing on reaching the next generation for the trucking industry by creating programs and raising awareness about all of the great jobs in trucking and how they can get connected to those jobs and really just educating young people about this awesome industry.
0: And it's such a cool initiative, and something that we'll dive into a little bit as we go on the podcast. Because just talking to Lindsay, you can tell about the passion for the industry and for making it better. I I absolutely love that. But let's let's start things off with how you got into the trucking industry in the first place. Was it something that you grew up with, or you you kind of ended up here in Wild Path?
2: Yeah. So I have a sales background. And I kind of stumbled upon a job when, when I, I went away from sales and then I wanted to get back into sales and I got a job working in driver staffing. And so I literally knew nothing about the industry, about the need for drivers. It just sounded like an interesting job and the company was a great company and I, I, went for it. And so I did that about 10 years ago. And I did that for about five years. And what I did was open up the Louisville branch where we were placing drivers with companies that needed drivers. We did, you know, temp to hires and then kind of short-term like fill-in type things. And as you can imagine, you know, there was a huge need for drivers everywhere. So that kind of opened my eyes to it. I fell in love with trucking because the people They're just genuine, um, salt of the earth type people. What they do is very important. It's the backbone of our country. And so that's why I stayed in it. The company I worked for sold out to a different company. And at that time, I decided to go work for Ryder. And now I have been with Ryder for a little bit over four years and just continuing to love the industry and help people. But along the way... Every conversation that I always have, every meeting literally at some point goes around drivers. They need drivers. There's a shortage. There's an aging workforce. And this is anywhere from when you go into a company at the the receptionist level, all the way up to the CEO of a company. And after having all of these conversations and seeing the problem, like we see the problem, but realizing that we needed an industry-wide solution to this problem because we've heard of things here on the west coast and the east coast like really these great programs but one day i i I heard about this guy named dave dine and somebody said oh you got to check out his program i've got his phone number here you can call him and so dave and i started talking and we came up with this idea what if we created a nonprofit trade association that really focuses on the mission to reach young people for the trucking industry and to create programs? And so that's how NextGen was formed. Just this idea that if we're going to make a difference, the industry needs to pull together and really focus on the mission there's 26,000 high schools across the country, and so we need everybody. We need everybody to come together and to, to solve the problem together and to work on this problem. But the really great thing is, is the mission is just changing kids' lives, um, because not everybody's going to call. I just had a conversation with somebody today that said, you know, in Oklahoma, 38% of Oklahoma students that start college do not finish. And so they're being saddled by student loan debt. They don't have um, the wherewithal or, you know, desire really to go to college It's just what they do. And so what we want to do is try to steer them into new career pathways. And we want that to be in trucking. So,
0: I love that. And I think the education piece is so important of showing somebody that might have the grades to go to a, a four year to show them that there are paths that maybe you don't have to go that route right and and I think for a long time especially in the trucking industry it felt like we just kind of shied away from that right where we we you know we didn't we almost looked down on ourselves a little bit to to say okay maybe we're not going to appeal to that that young smart person and so we don't even try what I love about this is that you're getting in and getting your hands around it, and showing people the opportunity that's out there, because there there's an abundance of opportunity. Whether it's on the driver's side or and driver careers are no joke, right? Like they're they are really well paying jobs. There there's there's a purpose there, right? I think my buddy Tyler Robertson from Diesel Laptops just posted something on LinkedIn that talked about going to the movie theater and not having snacks at the movie theater because there wasn't a truck driver to bring it there that that is such a huge impact and i think when people start to look at the impact that trucking has on society as a whole it really opens your eyes doesn't it
2: it really opens your eyes and we've found that generation z wants to make a difference and truck drivers make a difference diesel techs make a difference because they're keeping products on the shelves So they want to make a difference. You know, in Kentucky, a few weeks ago, we had tornadoes that came through and Uh. caused devastation. Who came to save the day? Trucks. Trucks came to bring back products, to bring food, to bring water, supplies. And, you know, we want to let. Young people know that if you become a truck driver or in the trucking industry, you're making a difference in the community in our country.
0: Yeah. And I I think that goes something like that, that disaster. I mean, it was just so heartbreaking to see everything in Kentucky. But you're right. Those are the people that step up. It's, you know, when a Hurricane Katrina happens, it's truck drivers that are, you know, like you said, the water, even on the equipment side, right? Like I, I think it, having somebody to have a fully functioning skid steer or, or a machine to be able to remove the debris, I, it is it is so important and so vital. And and I I get the feeling that general society is starting to change the way they look at it, right? I think they're starting to look at trucking in a little different lens because you see not only how impactful they are in in a disaster, but just in general, I mean, think about COVID when we were going through and the essential workers, the essential jobs, truck drivers couldn't stop. You couldn't, you couldn't stop working on trucks because you needed them to go down the highway and, and be able to get people their food and, and, and water and the everyday essentials to even live.
2: Right. They were, they were the heroes of, of covid and we don't want to lose that momentum truck drivers diesel technicians they're heroes day in and day out and we want our country to see that and young people to see that and hopefully join in our workforce to make a difference for our country and our industry so give me
0: an idea how receptive are young people to this right now so if you're talking to young people in a school are they open to listening to you and I mean, I personally think it's a really cool industry, but are, are kids seeing it the same way?
2: Yeah. So one of the things we're doing right now is we have a task force. And we're putting together a presentation all about the trucking industry where anybody can go in and go to their local school and do a presentation using this PowerPoint on the trucking industry. And we're trying to make it simple and easy to follow along. So anywhere, anybody from a president of a company to a truck driver can go in and teach a class in general about trucking, the lifestyle, it can provide the essential work of the trucking industry, technology. There's so many things that young people don't know. And what we're seeing is that when we can go in and talk to students and shed light on all of the different things that they may might have misconceptions about or things that they don't know, then we can really make a difference. Most people, young people, when they think about truck driving, they think they're going to be on the road for three three weeks out of every month and that can happen if you want, but there's so many overnight, there's so many jobs that are home every night. They also think if you're gonna work on diesel trucks that you're gonna be dirty constantly. They don't know that it's so much, there's so much computerized. I mean, it's so technology friendly. You know, trucks, the air that goes in the trucks comes out cleaner than it did when it went in. So it is actually helping our environment. And so what we're wanting to do is really educate young kids about trucking, all of the different jobs that are out there, career paths you can take to get to the industry. And we have seen in the past, I was raised this way, I'm. you were raised this way, you either graduate from high school and start working or you go to college. It's not... You know, it's either or. Right. And so what we want to do, too, is to say, you know, why can't why can it it can be and why don't you start working? And as you're working and kind of discovering the trucking industry go to college. Maybe your company is even going to pay for that. And so we're wanting to create programs where we can educate young people about trucking and have them come and work for our industry, whether it's in as a truck driver, as an engineer, as a diesel technician. And it's exciting to see all the progress that is being made out there.
0: Well, and I I think being able to go in and say, I'll use a technician, for example, because I'm more familiar with it. But when you go in and you create that baseline of knowledge that, you know, if you go to college, you're, you're not getting hands-on until, you know, a lot of times there's internships and whatever, but you're not getting true hands-on for four years after the fact. But when, when you go as a technician or and really even a truck driver, you start working pretty fast, start generating income, not having, if you look at true ROI on what it what you get back out of the education that you have i i think careers in trucking and transportation in general are so rewarding in that regard and i think it gives you the flexibility to pivot too right where if if you get in and and you're learning how to drive a truck you understand you understand how things work how dispatch works how you know how everything is laid out And then even if you want to go back to school and and escalate your career after that, having that foundation of understanding is so vitally important. And I think, you know, one of the things that I read a lot about, and this is something I probably had earlier in my career, was something called imposter syndrome, where you you get to a point in your career where you almost feel like you're not worthy, right? Or that you're too young or you're not experienced enough. I feel like people that go through the trades through, you know, if if whatever that is, they don't have that as much, right? Because they've they've walked the walk. And I think there's so much value in in that piece alone in trying to promote that to a young person that you create that foundation that the sky's the limit. You can do anything.
2: The sky's the limit. And and one of the other things that this generation wants is they are entrepreneurial. And so they we need to educate these young people that they can, the sky is the limit. They can do whatever they want by starting out, being a truck driver, being a diesel technician. You can own your own company. You can run a big fortune 500 company. There are so many opportunities. We just need to, to convey that to them and get them in the career path for what we do. One of the things that I'm a part of is I'm on the advisory board of my local high school. We helped them start their diesel tech program three years ago. It's Fairdale High School here in Louisville, Kentucky. And they, this year, they're going to have their first graduating class. And they're also, this spring, that class is, they're all getting their CDL. So these kids are graduating with their their diesel tech certification, and it kind of makes me tear up. <laughs> it should, because <clears throat> the the teacher is so passionate, and he says these students are going to be making sixty thousand dollars within a few years of graduating. They're gonna they're leaving with their diesel certification. They're gonna have their CDL. Their parents combined don't even make sixty thousand dollars. So, what we can do is change kids' lives. And that's that a, is what this is all
0: about. My goodness, that, that gave me chills. <laughs> that is so yep. cool. It's and so cool. one, kudos to the instructor, right? Because I think that's that's what it takes at the foundation is having somebody that's very passionate, not only for what they're teaching, but for for the kids themselves, right? That truly care and want them to be in a better position than they, they came to them in. And to, to have that statement that, i mean the impact and the power behind what he says there is just phenomenal I, I mean that that truly gave me chills that is so cool
2: and it's true and it's so exciting i love going into this this classroom and seeing all these kids i mean they're excited they're they're enjoying what they're doing they see this as a real true career for themselves and and they're excited about it So we want to create more of those programs around the United States. And that's what we're trying to do. And we need teachers like Stephen, who's the teacher at Fairdale High School, passionate, a heart for young people, and just really seeing the need to help these kids have a new hope and a new future and do something that they're good at and something where they can really change their lives.
0: So so let's start with with this school in particular, right? So how did, how did you really start to make an impact there? Obviously, Stephen was open to getting some help there, but what what was it that kind of flipped the trigger to say, okay, we need a program. We need to do something different.
2: Yeah, a lot of times it can start at the principal level. Their their principal is really passionate about curtech Tech Ed. And so, but it also requires... Mm-hmm. A strong foundation of an advisory board so all of these career tech ed schools need advisory boards so if you're in a community there's chances are there's a high school it can be a general education high school but they have career tech ed programs or it can be a tech high school or a career career center that is focused on career tech ed and and just so you know CTE or career technical education is what they formerly called like vocational training. They now call that CTE or career technical education, but all of these schools need advisory boards. They need support. We, I'm on the board of the Kentucky Trucking Association and we have a foundation and we were able to go and donate $2,000 to the program at fairdale high school because there's federal funding out there it's called perkins funding and this is federal funding that goes towards career technical education it's 1.3 billion dollars every year and so the more trucking programs we create the more of that federal funding is going towards our industry and not other industries and so with this funding is how they start these programs but they also need industry support the found the foundation and the 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 donation we were able to give went to consumables because you can't use perkins funding for consumables so he's buying filters and oil and everything he needs for his program and so they need those partnerships at every one of these high schools and this is your local this is your your future workforce right so they oftentimes have career fairs so that graduating class there's 15 companies and there's 20 graduating seniors, they need to go work for someone. So you're going to hire a kid who has been doing their diesel training for three to four years. They're graduating with a CDL and now they're going to come work for you. I mean, how great of a, of a student is that, That I mean, these high schools are producing really good talent. We need to start looking to the high schools to create this talent for us, for our industry.
0: Yes. Yes. Now did they did they have an advisory committee prior to you getting involved, or was it something that you helped form?
2: so they have so they have a, a very well established heavy equipment operating program, and they've had that program for twenty years. and so heavy equipment also you know it, it can interchange a little bit with the diesel tech and so It was an easy transition when they wanted to start the diesel tech program to start including some more, you know, trucking type operations and dealers in town. And so it wasn't that difficult to form. A lot of schools look at their big industry partners that are in the local area. And what one of the things that we're trying to do as an association is help industry get more involved in education because we need to start investing in our in our future workforce. And by doing this, doing this is by partnering in schools. We need to be teaching career class days about the trucking industry. We need to be taking trucks to career fairs at the schools. We need our road teams engaged at these high schools. And we need to make sure that we are helping them start programs if they want to start programs. There's so many opportunities and ways to do it. One of the ways I was meeting with a school earlier today in Oklahoma. And so in Oklahoma and every state's different. So Oklahoma, they do most of their career tech ed training through the technical colleges. And in Tulsa, they have 14 area high schools. And these high schools can go and get dual enrollment with their diesel tech certifications. So they go to Tulsa Tech for either three hours in the morning or three hours in the afternoon, their entire high school career, and they get their diesel certification. It's free. And now we're hoping to add CDL to that. So these seniors in high school will be able to get trained to get their CDL.
0: I love that piece right there because I feel like, One, and this is something I was going to ask you about, is just the expense of a program in general in at the high school level. I think maybe a a big school has a little bit more ability to be able to do something like that, whereas some of these smaller schools might struggle. But the fact that they're teaming up with the local tech school to be able to offer that to maybe a community that can't afford it, right? That they just they're not big enough, and it's hard. You know, even at the tech school level. The diesel programs are one of the most expensive programs to run in general. And that puts a lot of strain when it comes, when I say strain, budgetary constraint or strain on on these schools. And I think that's one of the, the biggest roadblocks. But doing stuff like this really opens up some avenues, doesn't it?
2: It does. And, you know, every state is so different. It's, there's grants out there. There's workforce money. There's private grants. In fact, right now, I am trying to. There's a there was a private grant that reached out to me and said, "We create career technical education programs in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay. We want to replicate Dave Dine's program. He's the he's my co-founder. He created the CDL driving program at Patterson High School. We want to replicate his program, and we have the grant to do that." we need you to partner with a high school in the area and then apply for our grant to pay for it. Right. There's money out there like that. And so what we're trying to do right now is to connect with a school in Napa Valley and have a pro like a CDL driving program in Napa Valley. It's a, it's a lot of migrant kids. There's lots of opportunities in agriculture for grapes and produce it's interstate hauling so they can hire young people. And so we are trying to find this, this funding that's out there, right? Like we've got to find the funding it's out there truck driving, diesel tech, these are high need occupations. It's high wage, high need, high skill. And so what every community needs to do is find the funding and then connect it and and start more programs. So do
0: do you find that it's overwhelming to an instructor when they they first start off with this venture and when I say that one you're trying to make sure that you have enrollment to support it but at the same time you you, you're introducing a program so it's hard to gauge whether you're going to have the enrollment and then i i think there are and this is what i think is so cool about the support system that you're setting up because i think it's vitally important to almost make it less overwhelming on that instructor right because they got into teaching because they love teaching and influencing kids they probably didn't quite understand the level of like okay I'm I'm introducing a new program I've got to do this grant writing I've got to do all of this other stuff that is super over- overwhelming do you find that maybe that that's a challenge with these high school instructors
2: So yes and no I think in terms of administration at high schools they typically know in a sense how to get the funding how to get it done but they need the partnerships from the industry to help, and so it's kind of a mixed bag, I would say. Some some schools you you meet, they are they know everything. Um, they've got the partners. They you know have the experience to start a program quickly and efficiently. And then some need more help. And so it literally, I mean, it's different in every community. It really is, and that's why. We as an association, Next Generation and Trucking Association, we are seeking partners, members to our association, because we think that this is an industry-wide problem. We need an industry-wide solution. And our solution is trying to partner with schools and getting industry in their backyard to help with those partnerships to create themselves a future workforce. I say this is a win-win-win in what we're doing. It's a win for our economy. It's a win for our industry. But the biggest win is for the student, because when we can introduce them to a diesel tech program, to a truck driving program, and they are these kids a lot of times just aren't succeeding in traditional education, if we can introduce them to a different outlet, a different career path, then they can actually finally see, hey, you know what, maybe in life I can be successful and I can make good money and I can maybe someday be my own boss. We have to introduce these kids to these programs so that they do see success. And once they taste it and see it, then it changes their lives. There is story after story of kids turning their lives around because they've been introduced to a truck driving program. I mean, it's, it's, it just warms your heart to see that these kids now are, they, they want to own their own trucks. They, they have a passion for the industry. And that's the other thing is, is, you know, we want to get these kids at a younger age. We want to get the kids that want to be in our industry. We don't want them to go to other industries. We want to get them in our industry We want them to, you know, be retained in our industry and be passionate about what they're doing. And we think that if we can get them at a younger age, we're going to get better talent than if, you know, 45 years old, they say, oh, I don't know what else to do. I've tried everything else. Why don't I, you know, what, what, you know, the next thing that comes in line. So we want to get young talent and that's what we're trying to do.
0: And I think statistics back you up there when, when talking about exposure to young people, means that they stay in the business. I I know there's some numbers out there and I don't have them off the top of my head, but it's a significant gain in the ability for a industry to keep somebody in their industry if they're exposed at a young age and if they're gaining those skills at a young age. Whereas, you know, if they, if it's maybe their, you know, default career, they go to to a four-year college and aren't sure what they want to do. And then they end up, Going into it, maybe they don't have the stickiness that they do if, if they have a core foundation of these skills that they can translate over the course of their career.
2: And I've heard recently, you know, they go off to a four year college, they get a degree and then they become a truck driver to pay for it because they've got all this debt. So why can't we get these students without the debt?
0: Yeah, skip the middle step, right?
2: Yeah, skip the middle <laughs> step. Just come on to our industry. And you know, and another thing that you mentioned was retention. I we're getting a big push, if you haven't seen from the Biden administration about apprenticeship programs. Mm-hmm. So uh, next generation, we have an apprenticeship program registered through the Department of Labor for truck drivers, for diesel technicians. These help with retention and there's also funding out there if there's military if you you get these from military and so i think that companies out there also need to consider department of labor registered apprenticeship programs and you can utilize it like us you can have it written for yourself but it's a great way to really invest in young people and get those certifications and those certificates, and it helps with retention. So if you guys haven't considered an apprenticeship program, you should consider that.
0: What are there still any legalities behind? And, and I, I think sometimes this is a mixed bag in, ter, in terms of what you hear, but that under 18-year-old thing where people are very hesitant to bring a... 16 or 17 year old into the shop and I think a lot of times they defer to the insurance we can't we can't get them insured or whatever are you seeing that kind of adapt a little bit
2: so if a student is registered at the high school in a program and they want to do like an apprenticeship or you know a lot of times it's a senior year in high school where they go and start working for a dealer or what have you there is legal language through the state that those kids are, are covered because uh, that they're in like a registered apprenticeship program. And so your insurance, there, there's not problems out there with this. You just have to know that they're covered because they're in a, an official program. So you can hire these 17, 18 year olds that are working for you through the school.
0: Yeah, and that's that's one thing that even if you, for those listening out there, even if you have some hesitation about it, do your research. I know back when I was on the industry side, it was a really easy crutch to say we're, we just can't take you know a young person, and I think that's some of the issue as to where we're at today with such a shortage is because we weren't grooming those people coming up. And we did use that excuse that, hey, we, we can't have anybody that's under 18 in our shop. Go to bat for it. Put some research into it and understand it because I think it has a long-term impact on your business if you take it seriously. And and you know if you're bringing those young people in, you, you're adding another layer to this, right? You're adding more to it in... If you're just sitting back and saying, ah, we can't hire anybody under 18, that's our company policy or that's an insurance rule. I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice.
2: Right. Yeah. Because because they're, they're, it's not even true. You just need to check. Just like you said, you just need to check into it. You can, you can do it. One of the things, um, one of our uh, board members, Ray Clark with Truck Country. Love Ray. Great guy. And they have the most amazing training program. And so they can take an automotive student that wants to learn diesel into their program. They it's it's like several years long. They do all of this extra training. They they're a Freightliner dealer, so they get Freightliner certified. And one of the things that we are doing as an association is we want other dealers around the country whether you're a peterbilt dealer or a kenworth freightliner we want you guys to be able to create programs like truck country has and so ray is helping me and we want to provide how are you a dealer out in california how can you replicate what ray's doing in in indiana and wisconsin and so One of the things that we're doing as an association, besides meeting with schools every day, talking to students, um, working on social media campaigns, is we're really trying to help the industry. So we are trying to help you. If you're a dealer and you don't have a training program, but you need 50 technicians. How can we help you create that? And so we're putting together a a presentation on how you you can, you can start your own training program. There's so many things that we're doing. It's so exciting. I, we just feel like there's so many opportunities and that's the best thing. This industry, this, this, this generation, they are, this is right. They're right. They're questioning, do I need to go to college? My parents say I need to, they say I need to go get all of the student loan debt do I even want to do that? They're questioning this and I'm, we're seeing it more and more. And I think that by what we're doing, we're kind of on the cusp, the front edge of it. And so if we can start right away, we're going to be able to start getting the attention of these young people that decide, you know what? I don't want to go to college right now. Maybe I will in the future, I want to go work and get skills and and start making money immediately and and have a career path that way. And that's what we're trying to do is let them see other options out there.
0: So let's let's talk about the strategy, the execution of this. If you're and to start off with, you're working with anybody in trucking, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be a dealer, or is it all dealerships?
2: No, we're working with anybody. So carriers um, are joining our association. Big carriers. Small carriers, family-owned. We have you know private fleets. Schools are joining our association. Other associations are joining our associations. Allied companies are joining our association because everybody sees the need that we have got to create a future workforce, and we are want to help create a skilled, diverse workforce for the trucking industry. And we see the biggest opportunity to do that is in the high schools. And so what we want to do is to create more programs at the high school level and then also create more awareness. Like high schoolers don't know about truck drivers or anything. You know, my life revolves around this. I have a a 12-year-old daughter and you know we're 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 watching truck drivers on YouTube, on TikTok, and my daughter the other day, we're driving down the highway and she said, Hey mom, look, that's a reefer truck. (laughs) And she's 12. Okay. She starts telling me all of these things about what reefer trucks haul, you know, the guidelines that they have to follow all of these things. And I'm like, how do you know this? And she said, I saw it on TikTok." So (laughs) we have got to start getting in the space where young people are and young people are on TikTok, they're on Instagram. And so we're trying to create social media campaigns where diesel technicians can send us an email with pictures, with a video, with a TikTok, and we'll put it up on our social media. And we're doing a social media campaign where you have a chance to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card once a month. At the end of the year, we're going to do an Apple watch drawing for, for somebody who's anybody, if you, send us, send us your, you, who you are and what you're doing. And we put that on social media. Everybody's going to get a chance to win. So if you'd like to send us an email media at nextgen trucking.org, we're just rolling this out. And so we know that we have to be in the space of TikTok and Instagram. And so we want to reach those young people through that.
0: I love that. Very, very cool. So, Let's take this to, I, I'm going to just relate it to my local community here, right? We, Our office is in a town of about 8,000 people, roughly. And say we want to get the ball rolling with the local school. We're like, okay, we, we love this. We would love for them to have a CDL program. We would love for them to have a diesel technician program. What are the first steps that somebody takes?
2: Oh, it's so... probably comes in a few
0: different directions, right? It
2: does. They can reach out to us. We would love to help help in any way if we have those partnerships in that area. Of course, we just launched. We're trying to grow. And so I can tell you, I know you live in Wisconsin, right? Yep. Most of Wisconsin does their CTE training through the local technical colleges. They do dual enrollment. Every state's different. Some states do it at the high school level. Some really partner with the technical college level. In Wisconsin, you guys partner in at the technical college level. We are doing a lot, right? So, one of the things we're doing in the state of Wisconsin is in March, their tech ed. All of the teachers that teach tech education have a conference in March at the Wisconsin Dales, and we're going to be presenting about the trucking industry because we just have to raise awareness. And so we've got partners, they're going out there, they're taking trucks. They're going to be talking to these teachers and saying, hey, trucking is where it's at. You need to get your kids interested in trucking. You need to send your kids to Fox Valley Technical College where they have dual enrollment. And so it's a matter of being being at your high school's career fair, talking to your CTE director or just the high school. Hey, can you go in and teach a class on the trucking industry? We're putting this presentation together and it should be done in Q1 of this year. And so it's just a matter of going in there and being receptive to um, what their needs might be, whether it's just bringing a truck, whether it's going to speak. And and we want to help you with that. And we'll be glad to help you with that. And we're trying to produce things so that yeah. you can go in there easily and and do this. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think it all starts with a conversation, right? And, and whether God. that conversation is with you and trying to brainstorm how you get in with a school, or, you know, if, if you're talking to the school and bringing you into the fold as, a, as part of that. But those initial conversations are so important to, to discover if they already have an advisory board. If they if they don't, what can you do to help them? So you know, put something together. You know, if they, we we talked about it previously. If they are interested in it, being able to put together a plan to get the funding to be able to, to support a program like that, I you know, I think that's again, I can't compliment you guys enough in that regard because I think that is so important to any type of progress, if we don't have those initial conversations, nothing is going to happen. And if you can at least open the door to the school and start talking to them and then bring resources to them and add value to them and don't just go asking for everything, right? If A lot of times I feel like industry makes the mistake. This isn't just relative to the diesel side. This is automotive equipment, whoever it is. They go in with an ask. And I think we need to go in with offering resources and offering help on how we can support these people. Because without that, there's no chance these programs happen.
2: That's right. And, you know, offer a field trip to come see your facilities. You know, if you have a working dealership or a warehouse or what have you, I mean, you your your local school can come and take a tour and learn about what you're doing Trucking is so cool because we touch every industry. I mean, every industry needs their product moved. And so it's it's not boring. It's, you know, you can go and haul anything, right? So it is fascinating for these kids to see the different industries, everything that trucking touches. We just have to start building relationships with schools and schools are hungry to have industry connections. So they they want this. They want what's best for their students. And I really seeing a huge interest in schools wanting to offer trucking careers and programs for their students. They see all of this supply chain. They see there's, they don't have products at the movie theaters because there was a truck driver not able to bring those products. And they want to know what can I do because I see there's a problem and how can I get my, my students like in, interested in this because not everybody's going to go to college and maybe they want to start coming to work in the trucking industry immediately. I went to my local movie theater the other week and there was no diet Cokes. I was like, (laughs) really? It it was literally empty. The whole little fridge thing. It was crazy, crazy. I'm like, what is going on here?
0: It, It really is. And I, You had mentioned Ray Clark earlier and Ray's a great friend of mine. And I was down in Dubuque, Iowa to visit with him at his training facility there. And he, I hadn't been in a truck in probably, I mean, it's been seven, eight years uh, since I've been in a truck and that was at the equipment dealership. Their stuff wasn't very new, but even prior to that, it had been a while since I'd been in a a truck and gone for a cruise, you know, and when I got in one, the pride that he speaks with about the industry is just second to none. It's just awesome. But then showing, hey, you know, this is how advanced everything's gotten. You know, this is the technology in here. It look, you don't have to shift anymore. You basically drive it like a car. And, you know, it. it I had known all of this. I'd read, read about a lot of it in the advances since I had really been removed from the trucking industry but sitting in that truck going for a cruise and just seeing, you know, how cool it is and and it, it having him take something that can be very intimidating and I've I've seen him work with young people in the same capacity, taking something that can be very intimidating and breaking it down to the point to where you know, hey, this is just really cool stuff, whether it's diagnostic software, the truck itself, the engines, whatever it is, he did a phenomenal job of breaking that down. And I think that that has such an impact on young people and relates to everything that you're doing of, of trying to spread awareness and and bring maybe that perception change or that, that paradigm shift to not only the students, but the parents as well. And just trying to change the image of an entire industry. And I, I give you a heck of a lot of credit for that.
2: Thanks. And I, I really, really feel like change is happening. I think this generation is different. I think that we need to be acting now because I really, really see a lot of progress being made and it's so exciting.
0: It really is. I, it's the, you, you talked about how rewarding it is to, to do that with a young person. And I, I think you're 100% right. I just absolutely love it. And, and uh, I would encourage those listening to reach out to Lindsay and and start that conversation right because i think again going back to it it starts with a conversation we can do the action after but we've got to have those those talks ahead of time so with that how how do people get in touch with you lindsay
2: so you can get on our website it's nextgentrucking.org and we'd love to connect with you there we'd love for you to join our association we've got dealers, we've got carriers, we've got manufacturers joining our association. We've got schools joining our association. And, you know, we are nonprofit, we have a lot of goals, a lot of dreams and what we want to do. But we have we have to have the industry behind us in order to be successful because we've got to have those memberships and that that financial support, that um, mission support. And so we'd love for you to join our association. You can sign up for our newsletter online. We're sending out a monthly newsletter. And so... Also, you can follow us on all of the different social media pages. We're at Truckers. We've got a LinkedIn page. Um, You can connect with me on LinkedIn. So just look at our website, reach out to us, our volunteers. So we might be a little slow, but we are super excited and passionate about what we're doing. We're literally meeting with a school every single day that are interested in starting some sort of program whether it's a diesel tech program or a CDL driving program. And there is a lot of really good things happening. So we're really excited about the impact that we're already making. And we've only been launched since June of 2022. Or 2021. What year is it?
1: I
0: don't even know. <laughs> Covid mixed that up for everybody. But I know. Kudos. Kudos to you on a personal level. How do you how do you juggle all this stuff? You've got the two different gigs, and then you've got a, a family. I mean, that's that's a lot for one person.
2: I know it's a lot. I work every I work a lot. I work every Saturday. I have a very supportive husband, very supportive kids. So I know it it's it's not going to last forever in that I'm, I'm working like this crazy lady, but I love what I'm doing. Honestly, I love it. I'm so passionate about this mission and there's so much great work being done. There's so much progress being made. It's just, it's addicting. Like every morning I just, I wake up, I think about it. I, you know, so it's, it really doesn't feel like a chore on Saturday to get out of bed and just work all day but I know I can't last forever, but I just, it's just, it's so fun. I love what I love this. I love this mission and it's, we're making a difference. Like we're already making a big difference. And so I want everybody that's listening to get on our website you know, even if you don't want to join, sign up for our newsletter, listen to what we're doing, connect with me on LinkedIn, connect with our, our, our page on LinkedIn. We're doing a lot of really good stuff. And it's so exciting.
0: If you can't hear the passion in her voice, that's on you. She, she, she is very passionate about this and just kudos to you and, and your team and, you know, Ryder for being supportive and just the, the whole, the whole thing that you've got set up, I just give you a lot of credit for It's uh it's it's going to be fun to watch this thing grow and wish you nothing but the best of luck.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited. I've got such great board members and it's, it's just great. It's, so many people are passionate about it. So many people love trucking and they want to see the next generation succeed in the trucking industry. So it's, it's going to happen and it's happening. So come and join us. <laughs> yes,
0: we'll we'll get we'll get you on the podcast again, hopefully sometime in the near future, and get an update on everything that's going on, and and just watch the growth in general because I th- I think you've you've definitely got something really cool there.
2: Thanks, I appreciate it.
0: Thank you.